that we can move into at any time with your posters. I don't know. A new podcast room. But Nathan doesn't like it. But welcome to the podcast. And uh, another day, another dollar, as Nathan says. Um, you know, we out here in life. Nathan's out here with his boo thing. Hasn't really made it official yet. Uh, hasn't met the father. Um, and maybe he'll find out one day that, you know, he is the father. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> How are you doing, Nathan? Uh, yeah, just getting ready to last week of LSAT studying. So, yeah. Coming down to the wire. Coming down to the final week. In the podcast that we debated you guys and said that we're going to say Nathan's score, Nathan freaking killed it, and he got a 165, which was his best score, PR, in the in the LSAT. And uh, that's like a godlike score. That's so. Um, and then he hit at a 164 the next week, right? Yeah. Damn. He said it like that. And now he's about to take it next Tuesday, right? Yeah. So a week from tomorrow. Yeah. And this is the biggest test you've ever taken, right? I guess, yeah. It's got to be yeah, because like, you studied I, I, I for so, so long yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you take it on Tuesday. When do you find out your score? Um, I think three weeks later. Oh, like, fuck. That's fucked, dude. Yeah. That's fucked. Or wait, actually... It might be like Halloween-ish. Hold on, let me see. I thought you were going to say like four months, bro. Three weeks? That's fucked. You're going to find out so quick. Dude. No, 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 no. It's like, it's quick. When is That's it? crazy. It might even be quicker than that, actually. Let's see. And that's going to like dictate your whole entire life. Like if you get a bad score on the LSAT, like you're going to like oh, be depressed. October 27. So it's, it's like, it's like. You're going to find out this month what your score it's is? It's in like two weeks after basically that's fucked dude wow yeah. so what are you gonna do if you get like if you bomb it i signed up for november so, so november is like november November's like my like lifeline but if i get like a 160 i don't know 163 or whatever like i think i'll just keep it i just like, yeah yeah i'm just not gonna like yeah yeah oh i don't know who knows damn this is i'm not so gonna much study waiting for on november this, probably that's the thing i'm probably gonna stop studying after this test have you been sticking to your spreadsheet though mm-hmm. and you, yeah. every day you do the spreadsheet yeah you're very self-motivated made that plan and everything and stuck to it like the whole time i feel like it's a lot of like trial and error though because I, I technically started like looking at the lsat in like march 2020 you know like right before covid i right. was like kind of looking at what to do so it took like honestly like a year and a half to like really like figure out how to study for it because I was just like, would you consider yourself a self motivated person? Yeah, but I'm also a procrastinator. So you're not a procrastinator. <laughs> yeah, I am. I disagree. Really? I don't think you're a procrastinator because if you have a date for something, you'll plan it out like you did with the LSAT. You know what I mean? It's not like you procrastinated. There is someone who just now opened the first textbook to study for the LSAT. <laughs> there is someone out there that is, that is doing that. And there's probably a whole group of people that are doing that. And those are the pro- procrastinators right there. And you're the guy who made the spreadsheet and studied for eight weeks, which is the opposite of a procrastinator. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I think you it- used to be. I think you used to be. Uh, I mean, I feel like kicking it into high gear like in the last eight weeks is still like kind of procrastinating, even though I was studying beyond those eight weeks. Like when I started like legit studying, it was like eight weeks ago. And I don't know, it feels like procrastinating. Like for instance, like 
my tax deadline is like October 15 and I like just turned in like the like uh the form I need to fill out like last night so but that's not procrastinating like that's not procrastinating people are their day of bruh people <laughs> are their day of people literally had tax day maybe it's like levels of procrastination you know there's levels no to it. you're literally describing the opposite of procrastination and somehow trying to flip it as being a procrastinator because like somewhere out there Brittany is listening to this and being like yeah nathan you are a procrastinator well there's people <laughs> who are who are titans among us obviously that can do everything but like or she's more like on the other end like she's actually like everyone to her is a procrastinator because she's getting stuff done like the days assigned yeah that's like yeah. weird that's just weird and yeah, she is weird, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're 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 ahead of the game though because people like they do their taxes and they're like they have their taxes due in April and then it's day of and they haven't done their taxes yet and then they ask for an extension like you did and then they get the extension and then they wait to the day of and then they do their taxes. <laughs> like that's like actually like pretty normal. Like that's not even yeah. like And mine was an extension because I like over contributed to my Roth. So it like messed with everything and do I you have like, a tax oh, guy or do you do it yourself me and my aunt do it so wow. we don't have a tax person it would be so much easier with a tax person oh my gosh but uh yeah no we had to like crunch numbers i ourselves. don't have a tax person either but we Emily, might even be doing it wrong hopefully yeah hopefully we're not doing it wrong well there's probably like there's, there's probably something that you could have got more out of right like just the tax people probably know like every little thing you could apply to and there's probably some like you know some random thing you could have I mean, got. The tax person would have been able to like know what to do in March. Like we asked for extension because we didn't know what to do right. because my situation is very niche and like a lot of people don't encounter my situation. Right. So right. yeah. Yeah. Emily, for some reason as a tax person, like, and like she went with her dad's like the tax guy and like did her taxes with them or like, I guess I think, I think she that's just, normal, right? I don't know. I think she just dropped her stuff off and the guy just did it for her. I think that's how it's supposed to be, yeah. I did mine just on TurboTax. Yeah. That's I mean, just, that's what we do, but this one yeah. was not like a TurboTax thing. Like, How much do you put in your Roth IRA, though? So your, the max amount you could put in your Roth is 6000 A year? A year. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, it's $6,000 of your like earned income. Yeah. Um, and my earned income was like lower than 6000 <laughs> for my... Uh, for my 2020 tax season so i actually had to put more like a little under 5000 but i put 6000 so you have to like you can't just like remove it from your roth because your roth is untouchable to your 65 I've, i need to do that so you too. have to do a yeah you have to it you have to go through chase and then do a uh fill out a notice of excess contribution and then they have to do it kind of on their end and then you have to get this other form and then you could put that in a turbo tax. So it's like this whole like thing. It's like a kind of a mess. So like I, I create the monster, but I guess it's my responsibility to like undo it. Oh yeah. That's I think I'm still going to get like penalized, but like it just won't be like a consistent penalty. Like if you don't fix it this year, you get penalized the year again, the next year, next year, because like you, you have to take out the money. So, I need to yeah. set that up. I've had it in my to-do list to set up a Roth IRA for like so long. I just need to do it. You know, it's mm -hmm. so, it's long overdue. Because you can make yeah. so much fucking money off that like when you're 65. So you've been maxing it out since you were 18 or what? No, uh, since just last year was the first year. Last year, actually, that was like one of the the cool, I guess, parts of 
quarantine because I had saved so up you put all, this. all your income into the Roth IRA. Not all of it, but I I had been saving up since before COVID for remember my my Tokyo trip. Yeah. So I was already saving up like a lot of money for that, and when that didn't happen, I was like, oh, I have like this like money that's just sitting there, and I feel like I want to like you know do something with it. I feel like. I get like one cent a year from like yeah, the savings you account. Do, you get nothing. So I did like you a lot of research yeah, into like stocks and into like investing and what to do. And I just felt like it was smartest to just try to max out my Roth. Um, yeah, actually, um, it was funny. Like I actually talked to a lot of like a lot of adults about that. I knew about who are really, really good with stocks. Like I talked to a couple of my neighbors, um, like Megan's parents. Are you just walked like, up to your neighbor and talked to them or did you like message them? And no, I like messaged them and like, I like, um, we like set up a time to like talk and stuff. Oh really? Yeah. I was, I, I don't like trust people my age about stocks. I want to talk to like of people course. who've actually like walked the walk. And I'm like, what advice would you have for like a 20 year old, you know, who's like starting with the market and they're like, honestly, at our age, your greatest asset is time. Like you have time on your side and that's really, really important. And Honestly, shout out to Megan's parents too, because literally like they, like, I, I feel like I was at her house for like four hours just talking to her parents about stocks. Cause really? these two, oh yeah, her parents, like they're like wizards about this stuff. Like they, they know their stuff. And so they were actually the first people I talked to. And then I talked to more people and then I kind of started building like a wealth of knowledge on the subject. And I was like, okay, like, I don't really know a lot about this, Damn, but I do know entrepreneur Nathan out here going door to door, getting the fucking knowledge. I got to, I got to talk to these like 50 year olds, dude. Cause I feel like yeah. they, they know their stuff. And then like, I still don't really understand it, but I know, I understand enough to know that I definitely have to like start, you know? So you put that money in the Roth IRA now, what it's like, if you put in, what is it? I forgot what it was, but like six thousand, it's gonna be like a fuck ton by the time you're sixty five. Yeah, how like much you is have it? To, do you know? Do you know off the top of your head how much is? I know be? it like, well, it depends, but I think it's kind of like it's like eight percent compound, right? Like yeah, that's like yeah, it's like it's it's uh, well, you invest it, you know, you put yeah. it in there and then you invest it. So yeah, it like you just have to start thinking of money like differently. Like every dollar you spend when you're twenty is like you know like a hundred dollars when you're sixty five. So like once you start viewing it that way, you're like, oh shoot, like I gotta like think of retirement you know so that's what i was yeah doing last year i fucked around with the individual stocks when i yeah. turned 18 and like because and luckily I mean, it worked and individual out. stocks are actually good to get into also like yeah. at our age because like you I have lucky bro because yeah. i literally did that like i literally got that right as covid hit and then i was ready to yeah in. i so, remember yeah and so i got lucky with that but now i kind of want to like i gotta wait the five years or whatever however long it is to like take that shit out for like the to get the and then I want to put that, or I don't even know how, if you could transfer that into a Roth IRA because I need to start putting shit into that, you know? Because the Roth IRA, right? Like when you're 65, you just take that shit out, like no taxes, right? Like it's yeah. just, it's like tax free. Yeah. Yeah. So that's dope. I don't know. I, anyway, that was my mess I got myself into because I like over contributed. It looks like is, it's a mess, but overall, it looks like that's pretty cool that you're maxing out your Roth IRA. Like I don't know many people doing that. And so, I, oh, thanks. That's super cool. Or maybe they are, but I just don't know. But, I know a lot of people don't talk about it like yeah. in our age, but yeah, something to, I don't know. It was a little fun. I guess that's one good thing that came out of Tokyo being canceled was like, Oh, I got to like, dude, that sucks Roth. that Tokyo was canceled, dude. I feel so bad for you. Like Tokyo <laughs> was canceled. Yeah. But I wouldn't have learned about stocks. if It wasn't for that. So I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'll Pros go with Noah. Cons. I'll go with Noah one day. Yeah. Yeah. On our bachelor's trip. 
you guys are gonna have a bachelor's trip to Tokyo. I think we call it that, but like we honestly like don't know when it's gonna happen. <laughs> Hopefully within the next like five years, that'd be cool. I'm down. Oh, we want to so, go to we, cool. we want to go to Tokyo and Seoul. Yeah, and go to a K-pop concert. That'd be cool. That's cool. We wanted to see his group, but as I mentioned in a previous episode, like they disbanded. So I want to just get off of this continent. That's what I'm trying. Oh, to Oh, really? Yeah. Just once. That's what I'm trying. Where to are you do. trying to go? Probably just like Europe or something. I just want to like you know just go somewhere you know. Europe's big, dude. You could really like pick your poison. Well, there. yeah, of course. That's like saying I want to go to the United States. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not very well traveled, so it's so cool that you've been to like all those places too. See, like I thought I was well traveled, but then, like me and Brittany met this guy who's really well traveled. Like this guy, like has been like everywhere, like Panama, Amsterdam. You know, I feel like he's been to like Prague. Yeah. And like London and Paris, and I was like, dude, what the heck? Where yeah, have you been, jeez. I feel like there's like there's levels to this. So much to do in the U.S. too. That like I think that like train ride that we were talking about mm-hmm. would still be super interesting because it's I like mean, I still have to visit New Orleans. That's like my I really want to visit New Orleans in the United States, and then uh, like the U.S. is like going to a different state is almost like it's the same as going to like a different country in Europe. You know, it's the yeah. same thing. The United States, there's cult, a lot. There's a lot. And even within Canada, like Canada, low key underrated. Like there's a lot to do there. If you just pick the right cities too, especially in like East Canada, like we're like Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal. I don't know. Shit. <laughs> so oh. I, need to, I need to go places <laughs> in terms of, if, in terms of like nature, you know, where like Niagara Falls is and stuff. Like there's a Freaking lot of really California. Cool nature is dope, dude. Yosemite. Yeah. What the fuck is that? That place is yeah. sick. Yeah. California is, I think California is like the best state in the United States in terms of like sightseeing. And if you want to see like the geography, like we have like mammoth, you know, where you could go like snowboarding, but then we have like Yosemite and then we have the beach, you know, like Venice beach or something. Yeah, and we dude. have city, Los Angeles suburbs. We have it all here. California is crazy. California is yeah. crazy. I just wish I could live here when I'm older. <laughs> really? Honestly, if it doesn't cost a billion dollars, yeah, it's going to cost a billion dollars to live here. So, I don't know if I could afford it. Probably not, but I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, I don't have to move to Texas, but Texas, here we come if uh, this doesn't work out. Yeah, what the fuck are we going to do when we have to move out, bro? It's literally going to be impossible. We're going to literally have to get like, you have to make $100,000 a year just to live here, like pretty much. Which I don't think I can make that. It's going to be a long time. It's going to be a long time. It's super hard. Yeah. I don't even know how people afford it to live here. And I think was it the average cost to own a home right now in the U.S. is like five hundred thousand dollars. This is like the most like anxiety sure. podcast ever. Like someone listening to this, it's probably like we're talking about like fucking taxes and like traveling and <laughs> this is like the worst podcast ever. We're just talking about the worst fucking shit like that you don't want to think about. Dude, that's true. You know what's crazy though? I feel like I'm really appreciative of our like regular listeners though. Like it's not just Christian anymore, which is really. I don't know cool. shit. I don't know who's oh. listening, but I heard that you said that there was like a couple people, so that's cool. Shout yeah. out to them. Yeah, man. Um, it's cool that people are actually listening a little bit, besides Christian. But especially since we don't promote it at all, so that's cool too. That's really yeah. nice of them. It's also like comforting to know that we're like mildly entertaining. You know, I think they'll they'll like it even more the more we talk about stocks and you know <laughs> how they're fucking up shit and. I was in Camarillo with the girls and then they were like joking about how like 
guys are always talking about stocks <laughs> and like it's like not true but it's also kind of true you know what i'm saying like i haven't really seen like i i'm i'm waiting for the day i don't know a lot of girls but like i'm waiting for the day maybe like the girls who listen to this podcast could like correct me if i'm wrong but like the day that there's like a girl group chat like girls coming together and like they're talking about stocks like i could never see like my sister's friends talking about stocks me and emily were just having this conversation the other day not about stocks but i just remembered it i think that we're living in like the billionaire golden age because all these billionaires dude like we're gonna look back and be like do you remember when elon musk was in the news and jeff bezos was in the news and like all these like zuckerberg bezos and elon musk are so entertaining and we literally have them like all on like social media and like all I these think elon is shit. the most entertaining of all of them that guy's dude, a meme lord, high key. Dude, the Zuck, bro, though, the Zuck is fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, every time that guy's on camera, it literally cracks me up. Like, I love seeing that dude on, in the news. Like, when he said, like, that one thing where he's, like, uh, he's, like, something about, like, not being human. And he's, like, but I'm a human. And he's, like, well, well do you know what I'm talking about? Like, there's, like. I think I, I may have seen a glimpse of that one. Yeah. I think we're in the golden age of, like, because I've because who the fuck knew who billionaires were, like, 20 years ago? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we're, we're coming in that, like. I feel like the golden age of billionaires because it's yeah. just... I mean, Kanye's a billionaire. That guy's another personality. Holy crap. Yeah, there's so many like these of these rich people who are just doing like the random shit. And then you just like go on the news and you see that like Jeff Bezos like went to space and then he has that like laughing thing and like that's like a meme <laughs> and like the cowboy hat on. Like it's a freaking fever dream, dude. It's going to be like... I think we're going to look back on it and be like, oh shit, like what was going on? Maybe, maybe, dude. I'm... I don't know if we're going to look back at our generation with pride or with cringe. Maybe a little bit of both. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of both. Jeff Bezos and the cowboy hat's definitely going to be cringe, dude. What the fuck was that? We need one of them to sponsor a K-pop act. That's what we need. A K-pop act? Why not a K-pop act in space? Shoot. Yeah. Take Jenny to space, dude. Dude, I'm that'd all be for sick. That would be sick. If you really could go to sick. space on one of those things and like go to like the low orbit shit, would you do it? Yeah. Hell yeah. What the heck? That'd be fucking scary. That'd be so scary. That's like a bucket list thing that like... Would you pay for it? For space? I mean, if I could afford it, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's like a bucket list thing that like you want to do, but you don't think is like possible, you know? It's like, I want to like walk on the moon, sure. Yeah. But like, is it even realistic, you know? Well, dude, it's not even realistic right now for anyone to go to the moon. Like, exactly, we haven't, we haven't exactly. even been to the moon since 73, right? Or whatever. Yeah, but don't you... I, I feel like it's going to be possible, though, in future generations to, like, literally do, like, visitor trips to the moon. And you could, like, look I at Neil Armstrong. I don't fucking know. Armstrong's. What the fuck is going on, dude? Like, how have we not been to the moon in, like, 30 years? Like, what... Or No, wait, what? 50... Almost 50 years. Why have we not been to the moon? It's I fucked. Know. I don't know. It's... I think... Well, I but think... But I could totally see a situation where like a couple generations from now like space exploration is like a fully fledged business and people i think are the low orbit the moon, shit you know? i think the low orbit shit is the only thing that i see i think the moon trip there's something about going to the moon i feel like that they're not telling us that's like a lot harder than we think because why would they not have done it yet you know what i mean like spacex hasn't even done it and they literally were trying to go to mars do you remember like when we were in high school and then we were like kind of toying with the idea that like the moon landing might be fake yeah i mean what and i that reminds me of a question i saw on reddit the other day which was do you have a conspiracy theory that you actually believe is real dude i think there's some fuck shit about the moon landing like there's some like shit that doesn't make any sense like the whole thing even just like 
the the thing you have to like even to get the footage like there's so much evidence that like just getting footage i think personally there's a huge possibility that we went to the moon and the footage got fucked Mm -hmm. and then like they had to recreate they had to like recreate it like that's like what i think might have been like because the argument that you were saying before right was that like 2001 a space odyssey was made was it before the moon landing they already had like technology basically to emulate spacecraft and stuff like that I don't know. There's also other evidence where it's like the lighting in the videos from it was like not possible. And like that lighting would have been like more expensive to make than even like going to the moon, like in at that time period, like to mm-hmm. replicate that lighting. So there's like, there's like a lot of like contradictory things, but it's like, do we think that in 69 we had the technology to fly from the earth, go to the moon, orbit the moon, shoot a thing down to the moon's surface, have that thing shoot back up, reattach to the to the to the rocket and fly all the way back with the fo- footage and everything and then crash land on earth with like the parachutes and shit. Like that's a lot to believe too. Like there's and then do that for like every single time successfully, not have one time like anything go wrong once we're like out there, you know what I mean? Like once we actually get out of the atmosphere, not one thing go wrong multiple times and then never do it again. Like, it's pretty weird, like the whole situation. So I don't know. I, but I also think that there's like so many people involved and like so much involvement that it's like unrealistic to think that it was like fake. Like, I think there's some level of like, I don't even know. I don't know. But I just think that the, the moon landing shit, it's a lot to believe, just like face value. And also everyone feels like it was like live streamed. It's like it wasn't live streamed. Like those like Neil Armstrong was like watching it on his couch like at the same time it was on TV. <laughs> like it's not like it was people talk about it like it was live streamed. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like the moon landing, it was definitely unprecedented for its time. And I feel like it's unprecedented today. Yeah. Like, we can't even do it today. It's like, OK, it's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, I have no idea, dude. I How did no one die? That's what I want to know. How did they go to the moon? Like they went to like they went to the moon once, and then they like orbit the moon like two other times, and then no one died. Everyone just it, just success. <laughs> like, are you serious? Like, I think there should have been like that first. Like Neil Armstrong should have blew blown up. You know what I mean? Like he should be dead. Like those people should be dead. Like I would expect like there to be like two, three like like that's you know what i mean like in that process (laughs) you know i mean yeah all the spacesuits work nothing goes wrong not one thing they're just like i think some shit went wrong but yeah that that like we'll never know about probably i wonder what area 51 is too like what is actually i feel like it's probably underwhelming at this point there's like so much hype now that's like there's aliens and all stuff in there it's probably just like normal like it's super classified technology, but it's like technology that we're like, okay, like I think a know. conspiracy theory I believe in too is that Epstein probably didn't kill himself. Yeah, well, it's, that's like a conspiracy theory. I think everyone everyone, believes, everyone that. believes that, but that's like a conspiracy theory. In that a way. is a conspiracy theory. Yeah, I guess. So yeah. you believe that, right? Yeah. Hell no. Nah. Yeah, but he did not kill himself. Do you think there's a chance he killed himself? No, I don't think there's a chance. I mean, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. Wasn't it like a suicide-proof room? It was supposed to be like anti-suicide yeah. or whatever. Yeah, he didn't know. kill himself. He that guy knew a lot, dude. There's he there's, would have literally outed out so many people. He was gonna talk, bro. 
that's one thing that man's like, did not kill himself dude dude in history that's one thing that would have been like really like we probably needed to keep him alive like ugh. yeah hell nah dude hell no nah. he didn't kill himself yeah so i guess i believe in that conspiracy theory i also like i don't know i think that like 9-11 i think that the buildings may have been rigged to to fall vertically so that way they don't tilt and hit surrounding buildings that's a conspiracy theory but then i also watched a video recently that the architect like had like blueprints that were posted like before it that were like um that like proved that his design was like made to like fall in on itself and like do that and then but then there's like another person saying that those weren't released until after so it's kind of like i don't know what i think about that but I don't know. Like that's pretty. That's pretty interesting. Um, and it's an inside job. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but um, do you believe any in any conspiracy theories? I mean, obviously, like Epstein, I believe in. I, I don't know. I feel like I don't know like enough about like conspiracy stuff. What's another you popular know? one? I guess COVID. <laughs> There's a lot of people who believe that's a conspiracy. I mean, theory. COVID. I don't. I think. Bro, COVID came from that lab in China. Like, let's be yeah. real. It didn't come Did from the come fucking from a bad flea market. Yeah, that it's like I, I like the comedian that said that. <laughs> He's like, there's like a comedian that's like, there's this market right outside of this lab, but they're like, nah, it wasn't from the lab. It was from the market. And there's like a lab that like does like fucking testing for that shit. Honestly, if like everyone stuck to the flu, mar- the oh, sorry, the flea market story, like I probably would have believed it. But I feel like it's like all the flip flopping that's sus. Like yeah. It's like some scientists are like, no, like this is man made. And then there's like, we literally had funding to Wuhan. You know, like the NIH was funding Wuhan. And it's just like, you know, and then there's a lot of like people who are like, are doubling back on statements. And I'm like, all right, like that's who fucked too, up. Yeah, there's a lot of sus, like, you know. Can you imagine <laughs> being the guy who fucked up? There's like some guy yeah. who's like, or what if there's a guy who like, expose this to like the world what if we found that out that there's like a guy who like uh took a fucking vial of it and just yeah gave it to someone put it yeah. in someone's drink maybe dude i mean i i feel could like could this be a super villain story that they find like in the i news? would love for in our lifetime hopefully for like the covid files to be like declassified and we find out like how this thing actually came about like there, if Do you think they was, know you think they know yeah i think well, if we don't know, China definitely knows, because they like don't respect privacy over there, and they definitely know. What's I think going China on. knows probably. They definitely know what happened. Or if they don't know, that pro- if if they legitimately don't know, that's enough evidence that like we know that it's probably from the flea market thing or whatever, not flea yeah. market, uh, wet market. But if they do, they but they most likely know, right? I think they do. I mean, I don't know. I we're kind of just speculating. What right? if there's but- a guy though? What if there's like. I it would be really like I mean it's obviously fucked but it would be kind of like interesting if it was one an, an individual that like caused all of this. Oh like there's like a mastermind guy who created covid and he like yeah. leaked it. Or even if I mean it didn't have to be like that even if it was just like one person in the lab who like just just an individual like causing everything is like interesting to me. You know that like one person Yeah like one person accidentally got the virus while working one day and then it just like got out or that too yeah it's like that's so interesting i definitely think it's from the lab i mean i'm not like it's i'm not gonna pretend like 
I know it's from the lab. I just like think it's from there, but like yeah. So that's you know. a conspiracy theory, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Because technically, they're saying it's not from that, and it just was like just kind of came about. So yeah, I think I don't know. I don't know, but like who knows, man? Who knows? I try and think of other conspiracy theories. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I believe some shit though. I don't know. I can't. Is the Michael Jackson stuff confirmed? Like he actually like the ne- the leaving Neverland. Yeah. Thing. You know what? I actually that's like that's like is that confirmed or not? Like I don't know if that's a conspiracy theory or not. I actually it's very funny that you mentioned that because I just like watched like a really in depth video about it about yeah. everything like yeah. where this guy like just gave like an unbiased like thing of the entire situation. Mm-hmm. It's really like politicized like oddly where it's like there's these people who like made that movie leaving like this is honest like you guys go like look up this video it's by this guy named like dr j or something i forgot i just recommended it to emily because i remember people were saying like that was up. like a money-making scheme or like i don't know if that's real or not oh, yeah and it and it's uh yeah but um uh, but yeah definitely so, run through it really quick though I there's hear this yeah. there's there's this, but this guy did like this analysis on it so i'll just give you like the unbiased stuff but definitely there's an agenda in that that movie leaving neverland was like 100% not giving you all the facts and like oh. left out shit and just like was totally pushing that Michael Jackson was guilty and yeah, provided no did. and provided yeah. no counter evidence and basically this guy like just gave like you all the facts in the video and there's some shit like the main guy in Leaving Neverland who like uh was um you know abused by Michael Jackson when he was 22 like after the abuse, abuse was over under oath he said multiple times under oath that Michael Jackson never did anything. So he already was an adult lying at some point. He was either lying then or now. Like the guy, like the story like changed a hundred percent. You know what I mean? So that guy is like, like the guy was like the guy in the video was saying, it's hard to take him as a credible source. And he's like the number one source, you know what I mean? And so it's like, that's like most evidence is like believing him, but it's like, he already said under oath, like back then. And then it's like no, there was like no accusations of Michael Jackson doing anything until there was one accusation and they settled for a large sum of money that's expected to be. And then after they settled, like four other cases came out. And so it's almost like expected in a way, which is weird. And so it's like, and that's not even shown in like the document. Did you watch Leaving Neverland? I didn't. I didn't. But I yeah. read like a little bit about it, and I was. And like, so oh. there's like a lot of stuff in that documentary that they like don't talk about, and and like yeah, and Michael Jackson basically like he had like like he like he never got a chance to like defend himself. You know what I mean? I personally think after listening to everything, I think that Michael Jackson is a fucking weirdo, and I think that he. <laughs> I think that he was like so many actors that become famous. They like kind of stay the same mental age as they were when they became famous or whatever. And Michael Jackson was famous from a really young age. I think he didn't develop normally and he was a fucking weirdo that hung out with little kids and was a weirdo. And he did very, very, very strange, weird things, you know? And I think that without him like being able to properly defend himself and with like the evidence of like them, like all like basically coming after him after he's dead and like after he's settled and like, it seems like there was a motivation and him being like the most famous person pretty much ever. You know what I mean? It's like, it's really hard to say that he's guilty. You know what I mean? It's really hard to make that case. And like some, so many people talk like matter of fact, you know, 
Michael Jackson already was in a lawsuit where he was accused of that before. And he was proven innocent through that lawsuit by the guy literally at 22 years old under oath saying that he didn't do anything. And it was like the parents like coming after him. And so that's like, it's like, it's really hard, but like, it's not, I don't think that's like as black and white. And I think that like without Michael Jackson being alive, it's like, if he can't defend himself, it's like, you know, you got to take everything. And like a lot of people will say like, oh, he had like sensors outside of his bedroom to like detect if people were coming. And that's like only one witness had ever like even accused him of that. And so it's like, and then no one else even accused him of that. And then like, it's like, it's just really weird, you know, like it's, it's such a weird situation. Like it's one of those things where it's like, we don't even know the right answer. Like, did yeah. he do bad things? There's obviously not? a lot of people who want you to think that he did bad things. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he, he undoubtedly like was a freaking creep and a weirdo. Yeah. And like he, he definitely was weird. He slept in the same bed as little kids. Like that's a hundred percent proven. And that's like why, like, it's like really sus too. But I legitimately, I think that he, but he was, he's also weird enough where like that happens and then nothing further happens is what you're trying to say too. I, like, that's I think within so. the realm of poss- realm possibility. Well, I think so. Especially since like all these like accounts are like, it's not like they were like became adults and they're like 25 and they're like accusing them, you know, like they're all like, this is like, you know, years and years after, you know, this yeah. isn't like anything like, uh, but what the guy was saying is like, there's like this weird thing too, where Michael Jackson got proven innocent, like in like the first case, basically where they settled. Right. And then, like, but then I guess it's not proven innocent then maybe I'm describing it wrong, but they settled. And then like, you know, and then he was like innocent. Right. And you don't, I don't think you settle with someone who like, you know, Oh, and another thing is too, is that during that first lawsuit, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson's lawyer brought up the, the, the kid who was like now 22, the victim to the stand. And so that's another big piece of evidence because that lawyer was like the best lawyer in the world at the time. And, and Michael Jackson, like for sure, like, like this is obviously like, I, I like not, not actually for sure, but like, come on, like for sure, Michael Jackson told him the truth. You know what I mean? Like his lawyer, the truth. And so if Michael Jackson told his lawyer the truth that he was molesting little kids, why would the lawyer bring that little kid to the stand? You know what I mean? And so it's like, that's a pretty big piece of evidence too. It's like that lawyer for sure, like in my opinion, knew that like if Michael Jackson was innocent or guilty, like Michael Jackson told him. And I don't think that lawyer would have called the victim to the stand if it was a victim. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the lawyer was trying to call that guy's bluff basically. Well, no, the kid, like, like the 22 year old, like was like, he just was, he, it it seems like he was speaking the truth and he just was saying like, no, I didn't do that. And I, he didn't like do anything to me. Okay. Yeah. And the parents were trying to get money. Hmm. It was kind of that situation. So it's like the kid. Was I also don't know then, enough yeah. though, too. Like I watched like one YouTube video. Yeah. I was like pretty in depth. Like I intently watched it, but I don't know a lot, but I know enough to know that like, don't take leaving Neverland at like face value. Hmm. Interesting. It's like, yeah. they don't say like a lot of shit. I wonder if that's a conspiracy theory. Leaving Never- Neverland is for sure. Conspiracy theory. Cause that's just like for all the shit that they didn't mention. It's like pretty fucked actually. Yeah pretty fucked so it's basically like we don't know yeah it's is we it's the answer is definitely we do not know like yeah yeah interesting <sighs> interesting interesting i actually just watched tenet last night too and i do not know what happened in that movie <laughs> Wait, which movie tenet i don't know what that is it's um 
it's a Christopher Nolan sci-fi movie that I wanted to watch with you. It's like kind of like Inception, but like it's oh like, that movie was. <laughs> I don't know what happened in that movie. I have to watch it like two more times. Is it in theaters or no? It's like a no, old it's one? not. It's on HBO Max though. Oh, do you watch HBO Max? Uh, not often. Um, I've been wanting to watch Tenet for like several several months now. So, I just like had time last night, so I watched Manoa, and I was like, wow, this movie. I don't think I've watched a single thing on HBO that Max. That thing, like, dude, that movie is. You will watch it and you will like be like, that was amazing, but I do not know what just happened. It's like the only, it's funny. I saw a YouTube comment that was like, the only movie that you can't spoil. <laughs> I literally can't even explain it to you. I'm like, I'm like, I don't even, I would not even be able to spoil it for you if I tried. Oh, really? Is it like yeah. a documentary or like, what is it? Sci fi. Sci fi. Sci fi. So there's like a storyline to it. Yes. Yeah. It's trippy, dude. It's, it's crazy, dude. Like you, I I loved it, but like I need to watch that again. I definitely need to watch it again. It's like a must watch. You'd say though, that's our recommendation. Must, must watch, dude. For you, especially, I want to talk about it in the podcast because okay, <laughs> is that my homework? Should I go watch that? Yeah, go watch it. Tenant, amazing sound design, by the way. Like definitely watch that with dude, your dude. Like, my whole, speaker system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Dude, we Seriously. should literally if there's an upcoming album you want to listen to, we should listen to it in my room too, and we could like listen to the whole thing. Yeah. If it was like a hype Maybe uh, Bama Short. Woo! That's what's up. That's what's up. Okay. All right. Uh, any last words, bro? No.